in five, four, three, two, one. Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Moon Tea Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Hugh. And we're not sure what we're going to talk about today, but let's, uh, let's talk for the next 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Cool. And then I've got to run. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's terrible. Time. When you, uh, when you have plans and then you kind of say, Hey, I got free tickets to a baseball game that's outdoors. I yeah. need to be a better person. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's all good. Um, yeah. So, uh, there's some stuff we can talk about. Um, <laughs> great, great start to the podcast. It's okay. No one's listening. Um, was there anything that you wanted to talk about in particular? No, let's see. Let's just like, let's, whew, how's the week, dude? Let's just, let's just, let's just start this. All right. So what, what was, how's your week in your past week? You know? Um, yeah, it's, it's fine. I went from uh, Portland to Seattle on Saturday and uh, yeah, work was, there, there's a lot going on with uh, people asking for stuff and stuff to fix, um, the usual. And That's cool. uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm just like, still trying to go to the gym, uh, got, got my coworker to agree to do a, to train for a triathlon with me. And so I'm gonna start training today cool what triathlon um, what length well i would like to do an olympic but it's his first time so we might need to start with a sprint um but yeah i don't have a pool and i don't have a bike out here but i can run so i'll, I'll do something to get in triathlon shape um yeah other than that i'm uh yeah like the, the prospect of working on this podcast makes me pretty uh, pretty excited, I guess. Like, I feel like I'm building something, even though, even though we're just chatting. And, Dude, I saw our first yeah. episode, and I was just like, what? <laughs> a, a lot of credit to John. He did a lot of the YouTube. It was amazing. It came out so well. I was like, wow, I can actually send something. I showed my mom, showed my dad, said to my yeah. sister, friends. Yeah. So the second podcast episode is, is going to be about us talking about our first podcast episode. <laughs> well, I, I actually do just... think that's like a really interesting point. So genuinely, though, like, I know this is meant to be kind of organic and, and kind of non, no form at all, in a sense, but also with the idea of talking about craft community and the pursuit of building meaningful careers. With that, though, I am curious of whether or not just ad lib, you know, we, we didn't really plan something for the second meeting in the sense of, I'm wondering, John, usually our combos kind of just tangent into really interesting aspects. And right now, even before we have the ability to bring on random people for random conversations, that would be really cool. While we ramp up to that, how, what, what are your thoughts on just kind of, should we have had a topic before we even started this combo because we're already five minutes in and i feel kind of bad uh, uh, maybe we should maybe we should do a bit better next time for her. we had 37 views on our first youtube video which isn't too bad but i feel bad yeah, already i was i was probably like four of them on different oh, devices <laughs> well, uh, well well maybe maybe this title can be should we have thought of a topic? <laughs> Very meta. Oh, man. This is so meta. Yeah, we can converse about that one. Like, what, what, maybe we brainstorm even. Like, should we be the meta? Like, do we even want to convert like a, an episode that's meta on what we would like to talk about, talk about on a detailed level where we wow. list it out? 
or do we just kind of scratch everything, press stop, ne never let anyone hear <laughs> no, no, this, no, 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 no. We're, restart? We're going to run with it. We're going to run with it. <laughs> okay. Terrible. Um, but yeah, I think, I think what could be helpful is if we like, like I've, I've watched a few interviews and I've, I've like listened to various podcast episodes. So like, it would be cool to like during the week as we listen to that stuff or as we consume that kind of content, we just kind of write down notes and probably as a, that those kinds of notes are probably tied to questions and like things that are interesting to talk about. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can like get in the habit of doing that. I love it. All right. So let's see what came to mind as you said that was right now, to bring everything together in my own world is we're, we're working at work about on product and for tech it's called product management and we're thinking we were doing some uh, competitive research and some people have kanban boards where they show what their features are that they're going to be working on in the future mm -hmm. but we were like that gives a competitive edge to people outdoors from what we've heard from others so it's like not a good idea in that realm but here it would be interesting what if and i'm also trying to find things that are like kind of get me up in the morning on a weekend that would be fun for me to work on to maybe help on what if mm -hmm. we made like a on on our uh, moontypodcast.com what if we made a url that kind of is a very very basic to-do list and then i'm wondering if we can make it kind of like crowdsourced between the two of us but just open source where people can kind of literally us at first just drop ideas down for next week podcast and then we can kind of like priority map them and or have people kind of like plus vote things like a Reddit. And if that could be a fun side project, I'd be interested because I don't, I don't know, it would be something for me to kind of nerd out on. It could be fun. Yeah, if you, if you uh, make it into uh, something can, that can be rendered as a static site, then it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward to add to GitHub pages. Okay, so, cool. So yeah, so feel free running to- Running off GitHub pages right now, I forgot. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So feel free to work on anything and whatever. And, and we can just do like a moon tea podcast.com slash slash topics or something like, I like that. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. I, I also have, I also have a list of uh, projects that, uh, that I want to tackle down. And I, I guess it's kind of like a, like a Saturday or Sunday kind of thing when I, just feel like I want to build something yeah um, so. I'm like looking for inspiration on Saturday and Sunday not gonna lie like I have a few ideas that yeah it would be cool to have the topics URL or something I know we have a Trello board but it would just be kind of fun to build mm -hmm. stuff at the same time like um I, I know one of our favorite topics is blockchain crypto open source mm -hmm. and development and stuff and tech so I was mm -hmm. wondering if and I was looking into it and, and I was wondering if we could just make a note and we will is uh, Clubhouse is interesting. I'm wondering if we could one record live on it, a Q&A and also kind of on like a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Have like a coffee hour of Moonty Project oh. and kind of just I was thinking of a title being like AMA, blockchain, crypto open source tech or something right and mm -hmm. we're just there but the goal is not for us to actually dominate the conversation the goal would be for us to kind of push forward a conversation and see what people are asking and then possibly because i was talking to my sister about this and she had a really good idea thanks julia a really good idea of like maybe using that kind of as a place to feed figure out what people are asking and then we can address mm -hmm. them more in detail on an actual recorded session um, while also yeah. we could record those as like 30 yeah. minute one-offs and have them be interesting, like side feed, uh, side uploads or something. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Um, Cause it would be yeah. fun to talk more about just crypto and have people live in convos. Right. Yeah. It's I kind of like another it. flavor of the podcast. Um, exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm done. I'm done for that. Okay. Cool. We can um, try that this week. Or yeah, next I, think, weekend. I think we just have to figure out, Number one, how to record on Clubhouse. And then... Yeah, if whether it's against the terms and agreements or not. But my sister, because I remember that one gentleman we talked with, um, 
Oh yeah, he, he said it was hard. He said to it do. was illegal against the terms and conditions. But uh, I also then heard from my sister. She's like, I thought I saw some people doing it, and they just put live or recording in the title. And I was like, oh, you know, like maybe we can get around that. And if we get banned, we get banned. But as long as people are, whenever they're in and they're talking, are kind of verbal agreements are interesting, right? I do think they hold weight, especially if you're like anybody you quote unquote bring up to the front or the stage is like, you know, this recorded that cool. Yeah. And you go, I think it should be fine. Oh, I see. So that it, if you, if you say in the clubhouse room that it's being recorded, then people consent to that going in. That's what I'm wondering. Right. Yes. Cause yeah, I do think verbal agreements are contractually binding as long as it's proof. Um, and then if not, they'll tell us and give us a hand slapping. Maybe yeah, worth the and risk. Then I guess I guess we can also like record our faces, but then we use the clubhouse audio. Yeah, so people yeah. have a not not in my case, but in your case, a a pretty face to look at. So oh just some, my just goodness! Just some eye, eye candy. Are you kidding, dude? You are actually a beautiful man. Your glasses, <laughs> I love how they look on you too. Like you're so fashionable. And if you guys can see on the video, if you're listening to a podcast, sorry, but he's wearing this. Uh, sweet avocado hat right your avocado yeah, hat check that shit oh. out oh yeah <laughs> so good oh yeah he this man even it's... has avocado socks we once went camping together and why am i he, he was decked out he looked good we had this sunset shot behind his head do you remember that shot those are some good <laughs> photos he, yeah. this man's too humble doesn't think he's sexy that was, that was a good find Get that out of yeah. here the, the camping spot was a good find that was that was great <laughs> that was a really fun fun trip up to um, that again but anyway we tangent we digress we digress yeah um let's see craft community meaningful career um yeah what uh have you made any strides in the last week in any of those three fronts and it's okay if you didn't it's been it's been only a week i, I am pursuing a meaningful career and to me it's very important to be working somewhere uh that one you feel supported in you're working on something very interesting and mm -hmm. you know you feel well compensated whatever the fair market value is and i was reading some simon sinek right i love that guy and one of my you books I, the right now is uh, leaders eat last and i should find the quote i highlighted but it was basically something like it doesn't really matter about the position you're in, whether you're a high level exec or a uh, more entry level, it's kind of a ratio between how much you feel valued and compensated versus the work you're doing and enjoy it. And I thought that was a really interesting ratio he talked about. I still need to read more into it, but I can find that. Um, as you can tell, neither of us are very prepared, but we'll be more prepared in the future. We're just, this is episode two. So yeah, with that, I really have been thinking a lot about how do I balance, and I think we've talked about it a lot too, and it's cool that we're, you know, continuing that conversation here is how does one think about happiness and how does one think about work in relationship to one's livelihood slash personal life? And how does one find like a good balance between all of that? That also feels kind of, weighted in a, a grounded way slash yeah you know, yeah it feels feels balanced that's what yeah. i've been thinking about that a lot yeah i think the i think the tricky thing is everyone depending on their circumstance and depending on their goals kind of like draws that balance differently yeah and like different are grounded by different things and so i think at, at best we can try to find a good balance for ourselves and it will definitely not apply to everyone else but yeah I, I i guess i think it's safe to assume there are probably some patterns that uh make sense for most people like like if there's something that can be automated you should probably be the one trying to automate it um little things like that I don't have any more. Um, Do you think there's but, any, like, what are, yeah, 
uh, I wonder if there's like Warren Buffett. I always really liked the quote of him. He, he once had, I'm just wondering if there's like a baseline model, right? Like what are the baselines that kind of are not, you know, common denominators for every person that kind of thread throughout, but maybe that's not, maybe we can go into this as we're more prepared on it, but it is an idea of a conversational topic, I guess, as we should make a list of many um, and then come with like, I don't know. I wonder how we can like up our game. I'm soaked. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I listened to an interesting interview yesterday. Um, have you ever heard of Mystery Guitar Man? No, no. Well, oh, he, is he classic? He's like an OG YouTuber, right? Yeah. Hey, I think I yeah. remember him a while back. Okay. Yeah, he made a bunch of uh, really cool stop motion Yes, he's videos. a stop motion guy. Oh, he's yeah. very, very talented. He spent so much time on all of that. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so uh, I don't know. I don't know how I found it, but but I think it was like three, like three thirty a.m. yesterday, and I was just like, "What happened to Mystery Guitar Man?" <laughs> uh, and turns out he stopped posting on his YouTube channel around two years ago. And this is with like two plus million subscribers. And he is a film director now. Cool. And he, he directed a film called Arctic um, with a, some famous actor in it. And he's kind of it's kind of like making his next film. And it seems like seems like he's doing pretty well in that world. And the most interesting part was uh like, do you think if someone had a YouTube channel with two, like more than 2 million subscribers, that might help them with, uh, with like becoming a film director? I think he was really talented. I, having a minimal insight into that field, but having worked in the film industry for a bit, I think just one, well, yeah, I, I do think having the name and the 2 million rep for sure, but also the amount of skill he must have gained. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He showed a lot of director qualities, just needed more of an opportunity, I think. Yeah, and editing and all of that. But uh, yeah, so he, on his way to Greenland to film the movie, after after like everyone had signed on, like, the person funding the film was like, oh, what is this Mr. Guitar Man thing? And he was like, wait, you don't, <laughs> like, you don't, you don't know what this is? And he's like, yeah, what is that? And so he, he didn't become a director because of any, any merit from his YouTube channel. It was because he had co-written a script that was really good and he got the right people involved and, and like people took a bet on him. So, that, I mean, that was just really interesting to me because it was like, like, oh, wouldn't he? I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was, there was an, an advantage with, uh, with promoting the movie and, and marketing it and all of that. And like people like me listening to that interview, because otherwise I would have no idea who he was. Like, I don't care about the film industry. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was so funny because even, even he was like, Oh, I thought I thought that's why you guys wanted to work with me, but <laughs> that's amazing. That's actually really yeah. cool. That's I feel like it's really cool. Um, yeah, I guess everyone has their different ways to succeed. I just watched a YouTube video the other day called "The Red Paper Clip." Have you ever heard about that? I thought it was really I have. interesting. Yeah, that was cool. And so it seems like at first it was very organic. No one knew him. But after a while, it seems like people were wanting to make deals because they started to understand where the product he was trading had come from a red paper clip in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it got more and more renowned. But yeah, that's really cool how uh, the mystery guitar man was able to kind of, without that previous accolades, get that script based just on merit. If, if that's yeah. the case, that's awesome yeah um i guess i guess that's also uh, a little bit encouraging for for people like you and me 
it's like you can make a podcast just just make good content and uh i think i think we're still figuring out the good content part and and everything else but i love uh, that it's slightly encouraging that was actually such a cool topic. That was so well done. Yeah, I, I, I love it. That was so motivational. It came out of nowhere. I feel motivated. That was awesome. I, I think so. Let's, I, I do believe that our first podcast was actually pretty interesting and certain in, in yeah, a number of aspects. We had some good combos and some good tangents. I do think, you know, it would have been interesting to know the actual monetary figure that the architect was getting paid. Because I, right when I had that moment, I was like, "How much was he getting paid? Why didn't you ask?" I was like, "I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry." Oh, I, uh, I did, I did ask, and we did talk about it. I just didn't want to make it public. Mm. What's an average I, I, of of that? Yeah, exactly. So if yeah. he's listening and stuff, you don't want to be spilling that. Well, I, stuff, I, only, like, I, only have some, I only have Dang so it. many architect friends. I can't. I can't oh do man, that. let's Google this. We're gonna have to. Right, I'm googling um, it. I also want to say that. Uh, USA is not the most capita, most per capita lawyers. I was actually wrong about that. It's the second you're most. Already yeah, you're already fake you're news. Just, oh my gosh, we're already fake news generators. This is terrible. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, but right. I I talked to two friends this week that that I uh, I'm cajoling them into being guests on the podcast. But I also uh, I also want to do like ten episodes before we bring on pe- people. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, let's see. So, what is the average architect salary by state in twenty twenty one? It seems like it can go between <clears throat> fifty to one hundred twenty. Uh, okay, interesting. I'm looking yeah. at Massachusetts annual salary eighty seven, Hawaii eighty six thousand, New York eighty two, Arizona. I think that's fine. Yeah, interesting. That makes sense. Anyways, I had to answer that for my mom. Sixty-nine thousand mom in Arizona, and then, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's pretty impressive. Massachusetts making making some bank over there. Forty-two average hourly wage as an architect, and then Hawaii. I'd be down to be an architect in Hawaii. Let's do that. All right. Anyways, so that's probably just that's average so i'm sure the scale goes like even way higher but what is the, as we continue to try to improve this podcast one i do think we need to improve uh just ideation feedback loops and if yeah. we do ever have any viewer feedback loops there for ide ideas how do people how do people leave comments or questions on things like if my mom was like how much is an average salary or what is that thing you mentioned about Warren Buffett just a bit ago, Hugh, and you totally didn't mention anything more about it? Like, how do people ask questions or interact and engage? We don't have a Twitter, I guess, but leave it in the comments below. Right? Um, oh, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. But what about podcasts? But like, oh uh, uh, yeah, I, I need to release that. Uh, I think as a review, so it's pretty, it's pretty, it's it's a little bit harder to make a comment on a podcast, but hmm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, do, is, I mean, do we want to be know. having comment questions on podcast reviews or com- I mean, no one, comments no one's, on YouTube? Yeah. People are not even listening. So like, no, I do we think don't have to worry really about that right now. No, 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 no. I'm genuinely interested. How would I, as a user, leave feedback? Would it be a, tw- should we have a Twitter profile to tweet at? We need tweet to tweet out episodes. Uh, yeah, you so like on Clubhouse, not again, but I'm referring to them again. It's interesting. So when they built out the product, they didn't have a fully built product and they don't have a DMing system. So what they oh, do cool. is they have users write out their Twitter profiles and they say, okay, if you need to talk, go to Twitter. And it's happened to me a few times. Sorry, there's a phone in the background. I didn't get it. But the people just kind of use Twitter and rely on that open source, you know, code, not open source, but uh, that code. Uh, the DMing code to uh, DM each other. I was like, oh, that's cool. I wonder if we could do that for like tweeting or questions or stuff. Just like at Moon Tea Project or Moon Tea Podcast. Uh, yeah, let's let's uh yeah. let's see if it's available before we release this episode. Yeah, I'm sure it will be Moon Tea Podcast. If someone else, we need <laughs> a one. We're gonna have to change our name on YouTube. Two podcasts. Three have it on uh, Twitter, and I think 
it'll be yeah. solid. Cool. All right. Well, I, I, uh, I, uh, give you the freedom to, to do the Twitter stuff. Hi. I got to go. I'll do I'm, it. I mean, I'm sure we can also automate it, but we can talk about that later. Like automate showing the videos, but we can, we can talk about it later. Kind of like how I automated my, uh, my Instagram art, uh, my Instagram art channel. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, uh, did I not tell you? This is awesome. What? You automated <laughs> your Instagram art channel? Yeah. Um, or profile or handle. Yeah, your profile. I'm I'm so I'm so removed from the Instagram world. I actually don't know the right terminology. Hey man, as long as it makes sense to us, it makes sense. It's all good. Um what'd you uh, do there? That's cool. Yeah. So so for for the uh one or two listeners out there. I'm, yeah, let's start with that. I'm, we have one or two listeners or two <laughs> listeners that aren't us. <laughs> uh for for Hugh's dad, maybe maybe uh, one of John's coworkers that he sent the link to. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I'm I've I've never considered myself an artist, uh, and about a month ago, I I kind of had this this uh, realization that that maybe maybe I can be an artist if I want to be an artist and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like make stuff and put it out there and kind of see what happens um and so what I did was I uh I've been drawing uh like kind of I call them scribbles but I, I do like one or two a day and I I don't want to deal with so like the problem is I don't want to deal with any of the like uploading and I don't want to deal with with uh like posting to Instagram and like writing down hashtags and and all of that. And so uh, but the good the good news is there are tools that help you automate it. And so what I do is I like on my own time I do one or two scribbles a day. And every two weeks, every three weeks, I, I upload all of them from the desktop application. I have a script that rotates the images, converts it into JPEG, and then puts them all into a folder. Uh, from that folder, I upload it to a uh, one of these like the free tier of this like social media management tool. And so I, so I upload it onto there and I just copy paste the hashtags that I used before. And then I schedule my posts. And nice. so I, what's the name of the tool? The tool is called later.com. I think they should I get know. a shout out because they make my life a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I like don't have the Instagram app. Um, I look at it. I look at it once in a while to celebrate if I get a new follower. So I've <laughs> celebrated it. five times so far, getting pretty yeah. big. I love and, it. And, um, and yeah, like I don't. It's just like one a day. And See, that's super cool yeah. that you have the ability to kind of write some scripts if and when you want to, or understand tech. I guess a lot of it's pre-built out to kind of use it to automate the process. But thinking like an automation engineer is really cool. I love it. Yeah, nothing, nothing fancy. Like you don't, you don't need to know how to code to do anything that I did. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So uh, I made him sound really cool, but he's still cool. Yeah. So my, so my next project is to automate liking everyone else's photos. I like it. That's pretty fun. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll report back if I ever figure out how to do that. Cause, cause, uh. I'm sure I'm sure there are tools out there. I haven't looked into it, but if I if I just automate liking, like you can follow hashtags, and if I just like every photo, then people are gonna people are gonna be like, oh, who's who's this page? And then that'll reach more engagement. So I'm not I'm not opposed to uh, I'm not opposed to kind of like 
doing these little things for a broader outreach, but I am, I am opposed to doing like manual tasks that I don't want to do. So I think that'll be a fun project to automate it. And I, I suspect it's pretty doable. I also suspect it's against the Facebook terms of service. So there are probably ways to work around it, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I love it. That'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my, my plan is to, is to do a, a scribble or two every day for like a year and then see, see if I got better. I love it. I have a question and, and it's a curious one. I was talking to my dad about kind of what we were aiming to do here about craft community and pursuit of building a meaningful career. Mm-hmm. And he was like community. And then he was talking about community for a while. And then we were mentioning how, you know, I was like, and, and John trying to be an artist and he's like, ah, oh, it's interesting. And he asked a good question. I was like, what's the definition of an artist? And it really got me thinking. So I know there's a lot, like what makes someone an artist, John? Well, that's also, that's also what I'm wrestling with because right? yeah. I think, I think if you want to be an artist, you can be an artist. Like there's no, there's no artist society. There's no artist like, like law review or like board. Right. And so, yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's just like an identity thing. That's see, and so like, what is it that makes an artist an artist for as an identity? like Van Gogh and people, they, they painted till they lost an ear. Right. And some people are incredibly talented that way, but also like, does everyone have to be a Van Gogh to be an artist? Well, I, I initially wanted to say you might not be asking an artist expert, but if we, if we don't have like, if Picasso is not in the room and no one else in the room went to art school, then it's like, okay, well, I guess anyone can be an artist in this room. Yeah. Um, the, do you have to go to art school? Do you have to, like, and I'm not trying to be subversive or like anybody can be an artist. I do believe anybody can be an artist. I'm just wondering, is it for intentions? Like, are you an artist if you make a drawing and think and have the goals of this drawing selling for a million dollars? from the get-go or like when is there a, or is that always there like or is just being an artist someone who is has this passion to create something in an artistic medium whatever that is and if they themselves find it to be beautiful I don't think it's narcissistic but is it good enough to have someone just a one person themselves or one other person enjoy that work and does that make it art or like what makes art art slash artistry artistry i'm not even, i'm genuinely curious and i do believe yeah. in artist yeah i mean i there there are times when i when i look at people's code and i just think like wow this is really good code oh my gosh it's seriously oh, oh man does that and oh, man, that. so yeah definitely i i mean i think i think at this point most people uh are not like the thing about art is that it's tied to creativity and like your own expression and so like it doesn't have to be an uh, oil like a something that you, you use a paintbrush for on a canvas um and i like to me to me art means rethinking a lot of those notions in a way that is uniquely yours um and and again, I'm not, I've never considered myself artsy. I've never been an artist, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm wrestling with that. And that's part of like the reason why I'm, I'm just being like, I'm an artist. Like someone, someone, someone uh, like, like make me really think about, about what, what burden I'm taking on by saying that. And so far, no one has challenged that. So I'm like, I'm just being like, I'm an artist. I love it. My, I have such a big smile right now. I, I, I love it. I yeah. really do. I well, do. I'm so curious about. Oh, go for it. What? Um. Well, yeah. Question right back at you. Oh uh, no, no. 
as as someone as someone who who actually does has done artsy things and actually has some skill what have i done that's artsy uh design work you made our you made our piggy logo i no 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 i, I definitely stole that but i'm not i really don't i think i genuinely don't think i'm actually i'm not even trying to be humble i really don't think i'm an artist um wait you I, stole I, that logo yeah no it's not stolen but it's it's like a third party open source software thing that you kind of tweak it but the <laughs> <laughs> i mean there there's like a fine line but how much there's there's only so much you can do in this world we need a, we'll need a custom logo someday <laughs> but it's custom <laughs> enough right okay yeah. try to find that logo and then and then call us out call me out sue me i'm just kidding um basically no i don't think i'm an artist I, and and that's not a bad thing. I, I struggled with that. Like I went to, I like grew up, my sister's the artist. Like you, I can show you her paintings from when she was a kid. Unbelievable stuff. Well, went through to art history, arts, everything, always drawing and taking these incredible art classes and drawing and drawing, painting. And for me, I like <laughs> drew this dog and a house <laughs> and like stick figures looks when I went to art class with her when I was a kid. And yeah, I used to struggle with it personally. I never thought I could draw. Don't think I can still, I really still don't think I can draw. I, one day just for fun, I graduated college in 2015 uh, with a BA. And then in like 2017, I decided to go take a, an MCC, like a community college course in art 101 and art history as well. And so I did that and I finally learned. That's when I, like I had this insecurity my whole life of like, I can't draw. I'm not an artist. I don't know how to draw. And I took a class for a semester and I learned how to draw a square and a circle. And they are some badass squares and circles. I have them in, one, in my sister's room, have them above her be old bed. Damn. And there's my square, my circle. And that's how I look. And I'm like, I did it. <laughs> I learned to draw <laughs> and I, I never improved since, but that's okay to me. With that being said, See, yeah, I struggle with the, the question of what is art, right? I create for work that I think is beautiful. I do create mm -hmm. meaningful objects. If I wanted to distill UX and UI and product design down to a core concept, it's two things. It's listening to customers and getting product feedback to like brainstorm what it is to be able to good at like brainstorming. And the second main thing is I really kind of facetiously say, I just do a bunch of squares, circles, and text and colors. And that's what I do. Um, and or did before I started to transition a bit more into a strategic role but like uh, to me is that art I don't know maybe I mean it looks good I think my designs are pretty solid but I don't know I wonder if it's about intent or if it's about as you're saying like the freedom to create on your own with no one else because mm -hmm. I'm paid for it I, I'm I've conflated art and work and yeah, some people it works for them. But for me, I don't know. I just kind of like, I don't really think, like I, I go off of Pinterest. Like, let's be real. I look at Pinterest. I look at what my favorite benchmarks are. I used to have a creative director at Airbnb. And the one, I never was an, a UI UX designer there, but I once got one thing of feedback from him. Like two years after I had to go back home to Arizona, I like went back there and I always had this chip on my shoulder. I was like, I need to show this creative director some of my UX UI portfolio or else I will just never feel complete. And I finally like brought it to him one day because I went and visited the office and I like get, you know, I can just basically walk around the office when I, when I knew a lot of people there still. And I showed it to him and he was nice enough to give me some time. And yeah, it was the first and last time I ever got a professional top, top notch, like creative director to critique my work. And I like really appreciate it. And he's like, these look good. He's this crazy, cool Swedish guy. These look good, Hugh. You should benchmark though. And I was like, what's that? So benchmarking is really big. Um, but yeah, basically, I don't know. I just kind of like look at Pinterest, find all the top, top, top things I think are as high as benchmarks as I can go. And then I kind of like pick and steal features. <laughs> Let's be real. And like I pick colors and, and text boxes, inputs, fields, and things that I like, and I max them together and then put a color scheme on them and then try to build a quote unquote architecture for it. And I'm like, ah, is this art? I don't know. I, I was kind of like glorified stealing. Well, yeah, I mean, 
this 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 could be a conversation of its own um like the the idea of is there anything truly original or are we yeah, are we stealing point. like like our our website right now is is a uh, is stolen from from like two or three different websites and kind of kind of with our, like whatever flavor like whatever i thought of to make it a little bit different but i'm sure i'm sure those websites were also copied from other websites and so um yeah no no shame unless i'm literally copying word for word or like copying images and um yeah um i guess it would, it would be cool to have a to have a real artist on here and, and just kind of like grill him or her uh oh! I just kicked my mic. Hold on one second. What I do? Oopsies. Can you hear me? You there? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. All right. What were you saying? Here. You had an artist on. Yeah, it would be it'd be cool to have an artist on and who can answer those questions. Uh, fun story. Fun story. Uh, one time, I I was in Hong Kong, and. I was looking for a Starbucks, and I, I I went outside. There was there was this white man, and I said, "Hey, do you know where the nearest Starbucks is?" And he said, "No, but I'm going to an art show. Do you want to come?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." And uh, and it was it was interesting because it was one of those shows. It was one of those uh pop up art shows where you just kind of walk around and and you're like. What the heck is this? Like I remember there was a, a rusty fence just just on there and then like with a little piece of paper in front of it. And and he 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 walks up to me, he's like, so what do you think? And and I was like, I was just like, what the heck is this? Like I could I could take a dump, like get a branch, smear it on some on like oh oh a wall God. somewhere. <gasps> And then what? throw some paint on it, and then just like use my face to to like do a paintbrush, used as a paintbrush. And I was like, and that and that could fit in this, like, that could fit like with the rest of these pieces. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't say you that. Make an but... NFT token off of it too, and six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> right? Okay. Anyways, nerd joke. We'll explain NFT tokens in a future episode. But yeah, wow. Um, that's funny. And and the coolest the coolest thing happened. He 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 walked around. He walked me around the exhibit and explained how he sees every single piece of art. And he and he said, like I he would just be like, yeah, for this piece, like you have to look at the history. Like look at like what happened with Hong Kong and Britain. And when you know when you know that these things happened, like. It, it makes you think about like this side of culture and and he was it was it was like it was one of those things where you could just take word for word what he's saying and that like he's just speaking essay and like you could you could like make a a book of short stories about like how to describe art but yeah it was it was really cool and like I left at the end of it I was just like wow this is so beautiful um but Have you ever yeah unfortunately Oh, sorry. Yeah, totally unfortunately, uh, that's not that's not a common kind of person that I run into. So, that was have the you only ever watched time. the movie called *The Scent of a Woman*? No. There's that one famous actor. I don't remember my actor names, and he's a blind guy and a, a bit off the charts. And he's one day with the main character, is a younger guy, and the girl that he's flirting with, and this older gentleman who's kind of like a grandpa figure is really good at tango here's tango music and he looks at the woman and he's like would you like to tango with me and she's like i've never tangoed i'm a bit afraid and he's like don't worry and he like takes her and she was really cool to have been like open to it and like just open to learning and it's a movie of course but he, at the end of it like they do this incredible tango scene and it's called por la cabeza is the song like i know the song i don't remember the actor's names and it's a beautiful song and this beautiful violin melody and and it's just so potent a mix um 
and it's one of my favorite scenes ever but at the end of it she's kind of in awe because she did incredible tango moves with such crisp hits because he was such a good lead and one of my favorite quotes of it was he's like you know something something you can live a lifetime in a few minutes and sometimes people miss it basically and i think that's really cool in the sense of if and that's something i really do hope one day we can grow this to to possibly have more of a communication with people like this as you've just mentioned where the artists that you're talking with or appreciator of art or both they're able to one not just be really appreciative and knowledgeable about it but they're able to communicate such beautiful story and prose mm -hmm. behind it all i don't know if it's prose that's poetry but but it basically sounds like prose to your ear right when you mm -hmm hear it and you just like come away and like oh and you're like whoa and then three weeks later you're like i don't remember half of uh, 20 percent of what he said but i know it was incredible and i remember the feeling right people you remember what people make you feel not what they say and in that same sense i really do hope that could be something we can kind of pursue on this show is how do we ourselves and not just our listeners you know live lifetimes in a few minutes if not an hour or two uh, and that's and a lot of lifetimes it. right i'm excited yeah. i really do hope so um it'll be cool I, I like i like how he had this really nice quote which was sometimes you can live a lifetime in a few minutes yeah like, really nice to hear but at the same time the song is called for the head Por la cabeza. I know, I know. I, I, <laughs> I just... think it is. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not anything sexual. I don't think. But it is. I oh, know. I, I just, I just mean like for the head doesn't doesn't seem as poetic as. Por una cabeza, I think. Por una cabeza. Okay. For a head. All right. Uh, and it's by, yeah. It's the tango original. Yeah. If you look, it's beautiful. Oh, it's por una cabeza. Oh God. Yeah. You, you can't go just. Just, just watch that scene on YouTube. Just scent of a okay. woman, por una cabeza, tango scene. Ah, so good. Anyways, huh. I digress. We, I, I, I'm a terrible person. I have, I really, I need to figure out how to time block this better, where we can just talk for a bit longer. And that is something I want to talk about because I have five minutes. Is one, I want to be a better person and and just have Ooh. open ended time slots for this uh two this this week was just totally random things happened and three um what are your thoughts john regarding long-form content and should thing should episodes always be average an hour oh no there's no should but like or do you think sometimes we kind of ramble too much and it should be shorter, 30 minutes? Or do you think we should have them called audibles where it just depends on where we go? Or should we, because like if there was two hours of us talking, I honestly don't know how and I think it could be decently interesting for a bit, but I don't know, maybe it is the right thing. I just don't know what the right way, like, because I feel like we have a lot to talk about. We could probably talk another hour, but is this actually of any benefit to people? I think kind of, but I don't even know if it's interesting. Like, is it? Um, I think we could talk about this for more than five minutes and we can, we can continue it after, um, the, the short answer is, I don't know. And the slightly longer answer is, is, uh, like Does we could just put it up. <laughs> we could just put it up. And I think I suspect that consistency more so than kind of like thinking about the details is is more beneficial to us right now um because i i'm sure i'm sure if we get a like a really good clip and we and we post that then that could that could uh be useful but who's gonna edit that or like which one of us is gonna edit it that's, yeah that's not the more marketing side but just in general though like do you, like is long form content like this like people are busy i guess you could listen at it 2x but how often do you hmm, I, I don't know i guess I, i'm wrestling in the same way you're wrestling of like artistry this is the closest form to art that i am coming to yeah. right and whether or not it's art is arguable but to me it's kind of like 
trying to do something without the goal of fame, really. I just kind of yeah. want to enjoy it. And so, I don't know. I, I, do you think this, at least let's start there. The meta convos that we've had in this conversation, should I take this offline and like talk to you on text and phone call on well, Slack? Yeah. Or should we talk about this on on a recording that, that gets posted? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I think I think we'll have figured out more of that stuff as we go on. Like I'm I'm not expecting us to have good content in the very beginning. And um also also I have I have no expectation of anyone listening especially now. And so like my what I'm what through an hour of this. Yeah. Yeah. My, God, my, I'm uh, sorry. My my perspective my perspective is that we just we just do it consistently and cool. i don't i don't know if you saw but someone commented on our youtube video they did? Well, for the last one and i don't know who that person is so someone might have listened to part of it you you inspired someone you inspired someone then 81 views whoa that's actually kind of cool um what do they say? Wow, nice job, cool topics. Oh, that's Rezer. That's my my one of my best friends. His oh, cool. John as well. That's John John G. John G. Uh, John G. John G. John G. Thanks for your comment. <laughs> I don't um, know if I should say full names, but you know, John G. Uh, should, <laughs> should I? No, it's not his last name. I kind of said it. I don't remember. I kind of mumbled it. Anyways, John G. What a homie. All right, but okay, okay, okay. If you if that's a yeah, I just. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll just figure it out. We'll we'll make it more honed and fine tuned over time as we pick topics. But I do I personally enjoy. I guess my feedback is mm -hmm. before we end the topic up. I personally enjoy not having the stress right now at least to like really hone in on things, but I do think it could be cool to kind of every now and then solidify on a topic that we do research on beforehand. Um and then I agree. I think we'll figure that one out. But today, yeah. I think, was interesting. I do think there's interesting tidbits. Um, do you want to, as an actionable, two things. First, next week, we do this, and we'll just kind of figure out a topic to po try to like have as a theme. Wait, should we, should we end the podcast first? So that no, no, no. Second question. <laughs> and the second question is, sorry, people, it sucks, is uh, on Saturday, do you want to do our first clubhouse really quick? Do you want to do it for 30 minutes? Sure. All right. And so my time, 10, 10 a.m. Uh, PST or your time, 10 a.m. Uh, I don't know. I might go on a hike. Um, okay. We can. Yeah, we can find a time that works like sometime Saturday or Sunday. All right. Maybe Sunday then or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it also partially depends on the weather, but. Um, All right. We'll yeah, we can, we can. Perfect. Yeah, we can figure it out. You want to say the outro? All right, let's do this. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and thank you again for tuning into the Moon Tea Podcast. Uh, I am Hugh Berryman, one of the hosts, and this is John, who's the other gracious and amazing host. Anyways, we've come to the conclusion of our second podcast, where we talk about craft, community, and the pursuit of building meaningful careers. And in this one, I guess, what the heck we're even doing and how we're even strategize about this. With that being said, thank you again for tuning in and hopefully you decently enjoyed this. We had a good time, I'm sure. Have a great day and talk to you next time. See ya.